The verses 10 through 17. If you have it, say amen. amen. Let's read. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why is unto, unto me in parable? And he, he answered and said unto them, them because, because it is, is not given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which said, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand. And seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For these people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear, and have not heard them. Amen. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you right now. We lift up this congregation, Lord. We bind everything that would hinder. We come against the works of darkness right now. Lord, we pray for this congregation. Help us, O oh God, to be what you called us to be, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you to bless those and, O oh God, deliver those that are sick and afflicted, O oh God. Those, O oh God, that don't, even don't know you in the pardon of your sin. God, we ask you, Lord, to strengthen our lives. Help us, O oh God, to be what you called us to be, Lord. We ask you to bless your manservant, giving clear of your speech, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. The subject this morning is the kingdom heart. The kingdom heart. The Bible constantly tells us that we must serve the Lord with all of our hearts. And for some reason, we cannot seemingly grasp that concept. And we must understand that God meant just exactly what he said. And you must understand when we're talking about the kingdom, we're talking about what God wanted on earth like he wanted in heaven. 
Amen. And I don't think sometimes we understand there is a mandate for every believer to operate like God has intended in heaven. Now, you know, I know a lot of us think that we're going to act right once we get to heaven. No, if you can't act right now, you ain't going to act right when you get up there because God is not going to chance it. I need you to know that. Uh, in spite of what your a religious affiliation have told you, in spite of how you felt, in spite of what you think you know, you're not going up there with the foolishness that you have down here. Up there, God has total control. Uh, you ain't going to wake up one day and tell God, I don't want to praise you. <laughs> you ain't going to up, wake up one day and tell the Lord, I ain't feeling it. <laughs> you ain't going to wake up one day and say, can I go back to where I came from? <laughs> I want you to know that decisions and everything is going to be settled. Oh, my God, my God. My God, my God. And so when you see Jesus, and he uh, now he's doing a shift. Uh, he's doing a shift in his ministry. Remember, it was Jesus that was going around and telling everybody in every town and everybody that he ran into the kingdom of heaven is here. Uh, he was telling everybody from Nicodemus to the woman of Samaria, do you want everlasting life, Nicodemus? Do you want to be born again? Do you want to be saved? Well, it's time right now to get saved. Oh, oh we, we still don't, we still don't get it, you know, even I think the ones the word of God say the, the summer have passed and the winter is coming, we're still not saved. Can you honestly tell God why you're not where you're supposed to be by now? Uh, you know, we get caught up in this with our feelings and with our emotions and, and we want to live this thing the way we want to live. But I want to challenge you, those of you, you didn't got to answer the question, but uh, if you've been praying that kingdom prayer, can I tell you, you should have experienced by now an unshakable peace that's in your spirit. Uh, uh, the Holy Ghost by now should have calm you down. Uh, right now you should know that you are flowing with God. It doesn't matter what you don't see, but you know that you know that you know. I wish I had a church. I'm talking to one of the saints of God on the last week and they were talking about what the kingdom prayer has brought such a change in their life and you know what I said I said me too 
Hallelujah to God. Ain't got to worry about what I'm going to eat no more. Ain't got to worry about what I'm going to drink no more. Ain't got to worry about is this diabetes going to kill me or am I going to live? But now my desire is Lord let your will be done. If it's your will that diabetes be in this body. Amen to the will of God. If it's your will for me to be the head and not the tail. Watch me climb. I'm going where the Lord's will is for my life. And it doesn't matter now how many folk that don't want to go with me. Do I have anybody out there? Hallelujah to God. And I begin to find out as I go with God. I begin to notice some folk. As I begin to stand on what the word of God say. I don't have to argue with the neighbor down the street. Now I can say, Lord, avenge me of my adversary. And almost immediately, there's a change that come upon the block. I wish I had somebody. Hallelujah to God. The problem that you're facing, you're not submitting to the will of God. I wonder why did Jesus choose Peter? And why did he choose Judas? Lord have mercy. He chose them knowing that they had a tendency and they would go fail. Are you with me? I need you to ride a little closer. Some of you in the background. Hallelujah. But he was not intimidated by neither of them because he knew what he knew. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. But I come to tell you, some of you here are just here. So the word of God will be fulfilled. Brother Isaiah said, if you smite the shepherd, the sheep is going to run. Hallelujah. It had to be somebody around to run so that the word of God would be fulfilled. 
in there is Judah. Hallelujah. He was betrayed with a kiss. That's why God ain't excited about your praise. The same lips that you said hallelujah with, you'll turn it around if he give you a few days. Hallelujah. Judah kissed him and then went out and betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver. A whole lot of us. But they wouldn't do it for less. So don't say what you wouldn't do. But remember somebody gotta be here so that the word of God can be fulfilled. Some of you may be here just so the word of God will be fulfilled. But how you didn't run all the way at somebody you ran well but who hindered you from obeying the truth he got another group he go ask hallelujah about your heart hallelujah your heart turned from me the saints of the last days the light of many shall wax cold are you here for a season are your heart cold already do you plan on leaving a whole lot of time folks get married working on how they gonna leave the one they love hallelujah hallelujah to God these time here ain't nothing like the 70s they sing songs about how to leave your lover do I have anybody out there one songwriter said there's 50 ways to leave your lover so some of us come already prepared to leave and don't thank God know that you're not committed in your heart I feel like preaching here he's not worried about how you started but he's worried about how you go in that's why right now God's telling folk you don't start this race without counting up the cost you think God opened his doors to his kingdom and he's so glad to hear oh I cannot preach 
weeks because you didn't come. I can't nobody praise God quite like you. That's a lot from the pit. God's got a rock out there. You may have stepped on it on your way in here. Better I'll praise you right out there. Don't get it twisted. God don't need me. And he don't need you. Can I have a church for a few minutes? Hallelujah to God. When we begin to look at this kingdom thing, God sent me to remind you, you want a religion, but he want a kingdom. You want to be able for somebody to call your name. You want somebody to believe. You are the epitome of holiness. But I know your daddy. I know your mama. They were just like me. Born in sin. Satan did and send up your mother and father conceive them and you got Adam and Eve running through all your genes you lie in a curse wanna pretend like you got it made but you need this kingdom thing and you need him to survive I feel like preaching here have you noticed there was some religious folk in Jesus day they had all the attitude of these people right now go change the law of God go manipulate what it said and have folk believe we are the cream bellium we are the cream of the crop we're right up here next to Jesus hallelujah to God I love the fact that God ignored them and some of you wondering why God ain't answering their prayer and he began to ignore you and you cry out even louder but he still ignore you hallelujah to God you tell folk how saved you are but God don't even give you a good amen because he knows your wicked heart can I get an amen or do I have to ride by myself so I want you to realize and those of you 
that may be hearing this. God don't need you. God don't need me. I need thee. Like the old church used to sing. I need thee. Every hour. I need thee. I need you in the morning, Lord. I need you at noonday, Lord. I need you in the evening, Lord. I need you all night long. I need you, Jesus. Pass me not, oh gentle Savior. Oh no. Thou art calling, do not pass me by. I feel like preaching here. You mean to tell me God was concerned about our heart and a whole lot of us need to be concerned about our heart cause you must remember it's not what goes inside of a man but what comes out of the man that defiles the man you need to stop defiling yourself for your flesh Hallelujah. There's some things you need to leave unsaid. I wish I had somebody, but I'm prepared to ride all by myself. You need to tell God, give me a kingdom heart. Hallelujah. When you look at Hallelujah, hallelujah to God. What does, or what is the meaning of heart in the scripture, in the Bible? Heart is considered the seed of life or the strength. Wait a minute. The seed of life or your strength. God wants the seed of your life and God wants your strength and you ain't giving him either. Oh, help me, Lord. Hence it means the mind, the soul, the spirit, and what one in one's entire emotional nature and understanding. Look at here. You can't serve God if you don't understand who he is. I wish I had a church. You can't serve God unless you know he's a jealous God. 
is said to have the ability to reason, to question, to mandate, meditate, and to motivate, and to think. God just don't want your little stinking praise. He wants all that make up you. And we want to give him our little leftover praise. Praise after we done cursed somebody out. Praise after we done lied, cheated, and stole. God don't want that. It is a stink in his nostril. We would be surprised if sometime we done cut up and God thunder from heaven. Shut up, cause your breath stink. We would be surprised if God said, Don't you clap, cause you got filthy hands that's making noise in my ears. We would be surprised to hear what God would say. That's why we don't listen to God. That's why we skim over the word of God. That's why we don't give some personal time to God. Not the way that he wants. We do it the way we want because we know he's not going to say anything because he don't want what we're doing. What does the heart represent spiritually? The heart is the focus of physical and spiritual being. It represents the central wisdom of feeling as opposed to the head wisdom of reasoning. We want all that that you're manipulating through. You know how you manipulate folks, especially you find somebody weak and dumb. That's how some of y'all used to find your boyfriends and girlfriends. If they were dumb enough to believe everything you said, the more you loved them. If you were able to manipulate and control them, the better you liked them. But you ran into a God now. You're a fool because you ain't fooling him. You ain't fooling God. Why is the heart important to God? This provides oxygen and nutrients to our body. And we need them to survive. You need your heart working so that you can survive. Now, I know some of you think you got it so bad, but I, you'll quit the church, but you won't go home somewhere and die. If you ain't going nowhere spiritually, you shouldn't be going nowhere naturally because you ain't going to be in no shape to look in the face of God because you can't explain to God why you did what you did because it really don't make sense to you. A heart 
that is healthy pump the right amount of blood at the right rate and allows a human body to function as God created. God created. Hmm. So you need God just so he can keep your heart in the right rhythm. You need God just so that the blood will flow from your head to the tip of your toe and you don't want to be in a situation where it doesn't go all the way down. Heart in the Hebrew it was it wasn't a body part to the Israelites. Then they had a broader understanding of heart than we do in the modern text. They thought the heart was the organ that gives physical life and place where you think and make sense of the word of God, where you feel emotion and make choices. God is telling you, your heart is where you really make the choice. That's why he wants your heart. That's where you determine whether you're going to come, stay, or go. That's why God said, serve me with all your heart. Because if you put him all the way in there, you've already made up in your mind. I'm going to stay until the day I die. So you can't, we can't fool God. He knows, he knows, he knows. And he knows that he knows. So here in the 13th chapter of Matthew, uh, up, up further at first, let me, let me deal with some things up further before that. Matthew the 11th chapter, verses 28 and 30. He gives a great invitation. Come unto me all that are labored and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Everybody say learn. For I am meek and lowly in heart. My emotions, I ain't got no problem with you. My emotion, I, I ain't jucking and shucking and jiving with you. I'm not trying to manipulate me. You know how you try to do it. Lord, if, 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 if you bless me to do that, I'll serve you the balance of my day. Lord, if you just give me that million dollars, I'll serve you. God's already saying, I know you a lot because I can't trust you with ten dollars. Can't even trust you with... $10, and all that is a 10% off of a hundred. Can't trust For my yoke is easy, and my burdens are light. So what kind of issue are you really having in serving God? If it is the lightest thing you can do, and what you do for yourself got to be the heaviest thing that you can tried to take care of all your bills by yourself for one month and didn't ask God for no help? Woo! 
Oh, I wish I had somebody. Oh, take coat to the doctor and they tell you, uh, you got cancer and you got 30 days and you ain't got no help. Don't know God. Don't know if he would come if you call him. Ah, my Lord. His yoke is easy and you're lying on God. This leads to the end of him dealing with the nation. Now he's dealing with individual and you ought to thank God that he start dealing with individuals because I don't know if you had the experience and I can only talk about our nation because of our nationality because I'm black but can you imagine if you was Chinese having to deal with a bunch of Chinese if you was Hispanic dealing with a bunch of Hispanics and I'm black and having to deal with a bunch of black folk you black and predominantly, that's all you deal with is black folk. Come on here. And he decided, I'm not going to reveal to you what you need to do to be saved no more. Woo, wait a minute. But they would have you to believe God is letting in everybody in the church. They will have you to believe God is letting anything go to get you in the church. That's religion. That ain't the kingdom. So he, in talking with the national save thing, now he's dealing with individual and personal evangelism. Praise. Don't you know it's time for you to stop worrying about Tom, Dick, and Harry and Sally and Sue and save yourself if you want to be saved? Because can I tell you, you're the only one that can save you. You're the only one that God's going to hear. Ain't no sense in coming and asking me, Pastor, pray that I be saved. Now he ain't going to hear me. He's going to hear you. Because it is your heart that he want to make sure you let him in. And it's, broad, it's a lot broader than confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. And now I'm saying, can you walk this thing? Matthew, the 12th chapter, deals with the whole detail of what happened. The, they hated the hatred of the Pharisees and the religious leaders. They erupted against him and made accusation about him and told him that he was of Satan. Oh, wait a minute. 
you know you don't know God and you can't tell the difference between him and the devil and a whole lot of folks are blaming God for their mishap no it's what you live that brought about the pain the trouble and the struggle you can't be a sinner and get the blessings of a saint can't do it and he began to tell them now if I was of Satan where can you tell me Satan cast out Satan I've seen folks are trying to cast the devil out the church and they left they left the church so the devil did leave. It was in them. So you may ought to check out what you're praying because you may be the problem. He accused his disciples of being unlawful or not carrying out the point of the law. Why do your disciples pick grain on the Sabbath and they eat because they were hungry? I wish we could have a hungry group of folk that wanted the gospel like they were hungry. And Jesus defended them. And so wind up Israel had rejected their king and refused the kingdom and he, that he was offering. So are you sure you got a problem with Pastor Turner or do you really have a problem with God? And sometimes we make folk our problem, but it is you have a problem with God. You got a problem with big G-O-D. You ain't got a problem with S-A-M-M-Y. So that may be your real issue. So he no longer, now you got to watch this. Now think about it. If God's been talking to you and God's been dealing with you and right now you ain't getting nothing, that's not a good sign. Maybe God left you because you left him first. And you know what they say after that happened. It don't take all that. So he no longer say, hey, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Is there anybody want to be saved today? <laughs> the kingdom of heaven is, is God's ruling over the earth in the heart of men. So you mean to tell me you're going to heaven, but you can't let God rule your heart down here? Uh, uh, somebody help me, somebody help me, somebody help me. Every time that the nation of Israel needed a deliverer, God let one be born on earth. 
where you think Moses came from. So you mean to tell me you hate people and you love God? So he tells them, the kingdom of heaven is a mystery. <laughs> Lord have mercy. He blind your understanding so you can't get it. He'll blind what little few brain cells you got so you'll never always get in. That's why, that's why, that's why when God is revealing, you better run to get what God is revealing. Because if you turn him away, he's not coming back because you ain't important. You notice he didn't say the year you hear my voice. He said, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart like they did in the day of provocation. So it's a minute you may have. It's not an entire week or year or whatever they told you. Because Christ does not excess, exercise his full divine will over the earth in mankind. It's God's will is not totally over the earth. And he says, I'm going to give my will to a few folk. Remember now what he said about that was a highway. There was a broad way and there was a narrow way and it was going to be few that find it and it was going to be the less travel road. Oh, I ain't got no problem if you leave us for the lights on Broadway. Some of you are hungry for Broadway. But can I tell you, one day you going to wish you stayed on the narrow way. He rules over the king. He's ruled as the king over believers. If you're not a believer, can I tell you, he's not your king. Matthew 13 revealed the mystery of the kingdom. Hmm. That's why you should not get, can I use a fancy word? Perturbed. Because somebody tell you, I don't believe that Holy Ghost jump. That's your problem. I still dance, shout, and speak in tongues. I may cut a few steps and I may run down now. Whatever the Holy Ghost bless me to do, I'm going to do it with all my might. Because you don't believe, that ain't going to stop me from believing. All folks told me that every pub got to sit on his own bottom. I ain't sitting on your bottom. So there's a mystery to this. For whosoever hath, now notice now, 
To him shall be given. You know what it's saying, Lamont? If you got some knowledge, I give you some knowledge. If you ain't got no knowledge, Coco ain't giving you nothing. No, you can believe all you want. We all going to heaven, but we all ain't going to stay. And we all don't have the truth of the word of God. I don't care what you say. You might as well take that junk back to your father, the devil. God made a difference in the Old Testament, and he made a difference in the New Testament, and he's making a difference in the end time. I brought my own clap. That lying devil you brought with you. When does God need something that he can make every day? I don't hear nobody saying, I need some spit, I need some spit. You may spit, spit every time you open your mouth. Nobody in here crying, I need some spit. Why do you think God needs you? What possibly could I add to my creator? Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Every time he see me, oh, there goes Sammy, he needs something. There goes Sammy, he wants something. There goes Sammy, got his hand up. There goes Sammy, got his mouth closed, but his spirit is wide open. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. That's why it don't bother me about what the sinners do. They can be cursing, but in my spirit I could have a praise. And he sh shall give him that have more abundance. Wait a minute. But whosoever have not from him shall be taken away even that he have. You think you know God. You think think you know God and you'll lose that little bit that you know of God. You know everybody had some kind of experience with God. Everybody on the planet because God has swore by his word every individual on the planet he went to them to see if they wanted to be saved and you crying over folks that God have already been to. And they didn't want it. A mystery in the Bible implies a secret. A secured secret rather. Into which one must be. Entered. Must enter. Into. In, in, I can't pronounce the word. Be entertained in order to understand it. You got to be in it. You want to understand God from the outside, you'll never get it. And that's why some folks that want God but don't want to come close, you ain't get nothing but an idea. God is not going to reveal himself to you. I want God, but I want that Holy Ghost. 
I want God, but I want that baptism in Jesus' name. Do you know the process that God had to go through to get the revelation on the planet about water baptism in Jesus' name in the infilling of the Holy Ghost to keep you in the kingdom when you did get to the kingdom? It was a process. Do you know how long God has been dealing with mankind over 2,000 years and you for somebody in our generation to tell, them, tell somebody it don't take all that? You and the devil in his broom that he riding on. The mystery that is revealed will be the new form or formula for the kingdom of heaven. Are you sure you want to go? Do you really want to get in? Hmm. So now, he adds, more will be given to the one who has. Hmm. Man, God is getting ready to bust your popcorn wide open. That's why some of you need to get close. You're backing up. You do know that the church can outgrow you. And you won't be no good because you'll be stuck behind. Keep dragging your foot. The devil going to catch those that lag behind. Not the ones that stay up with the group. Well, wait a minute. Now the Bible tells us that Satan is like a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour. Now, you know if you don't believe the church, just go watch National Geographic. It's going to be the children. Oh, and you, you don't get it why the children don't want to be saved. The lion got the babies because he couldn't get the adults. Now, let me talk to you old folk. The next is the aged. The old folk, the devil go after y'all because you can't run as fast. Keep lagging behind. There's going to come a day you ain't going to catch up because you think you got the control. You're going to be a lion's lunch. Y'all stay with me, ain't you? Yeah. In this context, what is given is that is it takes knowledge. Now, wait a minute now. You thought you could get it at home. If you ain't going, you can't study Jesus well, how are you going to get the meat of the spirit of the word? Word, word. You've been in the kingdom long enough now to be teachers. And you still need to be taught. So you've got a problem.
And about the kingdom of heaven, is it an extension? This also implies the ability to participate in the kingdom. God gives you and me the ability to participate in the kingdom. Can, can I tell you something? You, you think just by coming to church, you're good. No, you're not. You're in the church, but you ain't in the kingdom. It's a big difference. So don't get so caught up, I come to church, I come to church, but is how is it affecting you? Are you growing in the grace and in the knowledge of that your life is being changed for the purpose of God? Don't answer that because I have to beg the differ with a, quite a few of you. Israel rejected the Messiah as a nation. Had a result, and it will result in being given less and less of an understanding. Man, we need all the knowledge we can get from God right now. And we can't understand what's going on to save our life. Remember now. The same thing happened to Pharaoh. God, Abraham, uh, uh, Moses went to Pharaoh and he said, let my people go. Who is, who is this Lord? He told him, I am that I am. But uh, uh, I still don't know the Lord. And the Lord hardened his heart. Woo! You mean to tell me God will make you like Pharaoh? You think you can't nobody tell you nothing, can't nobody show you nothing, because you're going to say, I am a God. Oh, yeah, some of you are saying it already. You don't know who I am. Oh, yeah, we know you're a fool that God's getting ready to visit. you saying you're kingdom kids. You need to say you're a devil's kid. The Lord will use a familiar metaphor like he's doing in dealing with the crops or the seed in the sower. You know, it's amazing. We want to make the kingdom look hard and deep. And God's trying to make it as simple as possible so a fool can't err thereby. I know, I know, I know, I know. You holler, I'm confused. You're confused because you want to be. You hollering, I don't understand. You don't understand because you're living, listening to too many folk and you've got too many folks in your ear. You can't make up your mind. Do you believe this or that? I brought a, I brought a few claps with me. I brought a few with me. I brought a few with me. I So he deals with them with something that they know about. He said, can we talk about crops today? But Jesus, we want to hear something about the king. What was you telling us before? He said, no, 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 no. This ain't for your kind. When did you thought that the Lord would tell you, I ain't got nothing for you to understand? Wow. When? 
So he begins to say, as he went out on that ship, there was a soul who draped a bag of seeds over his shoulder and walked down the pharaohs of a field and began to sow seeds. <laughs> you thought he said, here, come, come here, come in. Now he did this. You thought he said he called your name. No, he did this. You thought you were so important to the king. No, he did this. You thought the kingdom could not evolve without you. the seeds will fall on three kinds of soil. Lord, I got your life right in my hand right now. I got what God is thinking about you right now. He throws some on the wayside. Some in shallow soil. Some in weedy soil. And some on good ground. Lord have mercy. Don't try to answer. Well, which one are you? The wayside was hard packed dirt by the side or the border of the field. That's where they walked. Packed down. And the birds came. Your enemy was waiting on you. Some of you think he'd have left you. He's right there with you. Because you won't let him go. fell on a rocky place. The soil looked good, but it was a rock bed right underneath. It wasn't rocky, but it was a rock bed. Roots didn't go nowhere. Lord, when are they going to start acting like they're in the kingdom? Roots ain't gone nowhere. Lord, why do they act so different than the rest of the saints? Roots ain't gone nowhere. Then the sun came out. The plant dried up. Bed. Hmm. Had a short, quick life. 
Then there was the weedy soul. Found among thorns, and the weeds came up and choked it out. Lord have mercy. The weeds was hiding right under the surface. And you 